Is it time? Yeah, it's time. Welcome to the True Craft Podcast. I am your host, Chris Farman, and I'm joined by co-host, Katie Noel. This time around, we are all about one thing, killer conversations with close friends about the state of craft. Oh, it's going to be good. I hope to open the box on fresh topics while honoring the path that got us here. Let's do it. Hello there, Chris Farman. Yes, ma'am. We have something special for our listeners today. Tell us what it is, Chris. Everyone's dying to know. Is it our year-end review? <laughs> is it a year year? Are we gonna are we doing a year in SBS? A rewind? Yeah, Who lets us produce this? Are we we're doing like a rewind, like a recap of SBS? SBS year in review. Year in review, baby. So let's just dive right in, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. So when you think about 2023, like what, what pillars stand out in your mind in regards to how, as a leader in the company, you have approached growth this year for SBS? Yeah, it's good. It's a good question. You know, 2023 was every year has been big for us, but 2023, I think was a pivotal year because we began it with a bit of a um, leadership change, right? Tom came in as a CEO and I stepped aside as founder and mm -hmm. principal and consultant and speaker and, and that I, I got to say that best move we've ever made. Elaborate. Yeah, I think that where where I am and where my head is, we needed someone younger and more just ready to drive the business forward. Okay. But thoughtfully drive the business forward and and thoughtfully put in our our growth plans and thoughtfully execute them. And I I'm not saying that I'm I was checked out at the beginning of 2023, but I'd been doing this for 12 years now. 11 years, 13 years, I don't remember, 13 years maybe, and 12 years, I don't know. Uh, and it I had my my beating drum, right? I, ha I had my biases. I had my beliefs. And I really – and Tom, Tom stepped in and just started making some changes which have set the foundation for who, who knows what's – the sky's the limit for SBS given the changes we've made. So that's the first kind of notable notable thing that we, we did. And then – Piggybacking on that, the, the major changes were around developing our team. Sure. Yep. Developing our, our team. And that begins with our leaders. And that begins with our departments. And 
giving them the opportunity to really own their 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 specialization own their expertise and finally grow into where we are today so um, you'd say like leaders this year were given more of a platform to kind of fill their roles in a more meaningful way than in the past i'm for those who don't know, I'm about a year into being here with SBS. So this year is my first year of experience with the company. So I'm learning alongside listeners right now. Yes. Yeah. So I, I would say that Tom has laid out a platform for our leaders to explore, test, try, try things. And most importantly, manage their team, hmm. make decisions that will impact their team. And when all of that falls on two people in an organization, which it typically does, I mean, you name it happens, right? There's burnout, there's exhaustion, there's poor culture. There's just, just so much. So offloading that stuff to our team has been, has been uh, great we put a lot of time and dollar investment into this, this program, right? This didn't, this wasn't like a light switch where we were just like, Hey, I'll say it wasn't until probably Q3 that we really started to feel the effects. Hmm. And so it's a growing process. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We made a commitment in the beginning of the year to invest in this team and to continue to grow it and train and and build build processes, build an intranet of training. And that takes time. It's not it's not gonna happen like bada boom, bada boom. It's it's yeah. going, it takes time. And you have we have several like teams within our team as well. And so each of that takes different type of thought and then the integration between them nobody's isolated here <laughs> right. all, we all need each other which i know is cliche but it's also just what it's like being part of a uh, right company like this so what right. growth have you seen over the course of the year and what do you think caused it yeah so the result the result has been you know, we have been able to expand the services that we offer. The autonomy has allowed the teams to build a, deep, a deeper expertise because they feel like they can explore new areas. They feel like they can reach out to experts. They feel like they can become experts themselves, mm -hmm. right? And one thing that's super amazing about our team is that we're just like one cohesive drumbeat all moving in the same direction, right? We have loud people. We have quiet people. We have funny people. We have not so funny people, but the idea is we're all working toward the same, the same cause, the same outcome. Yep. And when someone on the accounting team is struggling, consulting and tax feel it. When someone on the tax team is 
is is having a hard day or a or a, a difficult uh, project. Uh, other other people in the team feel it. Now that doesn't derail the whole company, but it's just like we're we're cohesive. We're just like we're tight, and we're we're just all moving in the same direction. I think that makes us extremely powerful, right? Mm-hmm. It makes us extremely extremely powerful when it comes to the the execution of of what our our mission is, right? And that's helping craft beverage manufacturers generate and keep more profit. What do you think a brewery owner listening to this might be thinking as they're reflecting on their own business? Or what encouragement would you have for them? Uh, They're thinking, they're thinking, well, good for you, Chris Fireman. You seem like you had a great fucking year, buddy. And here we are struggling in craft and blah, 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 blah. I, I mean, I'm. that's what I think they're thinking. <laughs> Please I hope they're not. And verify if that's true and you're thinking that I want to know. <laughs> so you think no. that they're bitter? You think brewery owners are bitter coming out of 2023? It's been a rough year for, for our customers. It's been it's been a challenging year. Even our most successful customers are seeing a decline in beer sales, and they are not exactly sure what to do next. Uh, we help them with those decisions. We validate their decisions, but it's a scary time. It's a scary time for craft. And I've I've talked about it over and over and over again in many 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 platforms that there's always a way forward. There's always a path forward. Right. And I'm going to expand on that a lot in 2024. I'm going to expand on that theme. There's always a way forward. There's always a path forward. Um, but I think brewery owners should take what I'm saying with, you know, whatever they want, a grain of salt or take it to heart and understand that we're going to apply our knowledge, our expertise, our collective intelligence to help them, right? We're going to apply the collective intelligence to to help them. And our content is always developed to keep them in mind, right? Keep them in mind and... and um, Do you think... Even... Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. Do you think there's any... I'm trying to think of other people out there who are like, putting out content the way that we are like so tailored towards brewery owners profitability no no brewery owners and profitability no there's a there's lots of beer journalists yeah but no there isn't there's a few people that are starting to pop up that are talking about more like operations process oriented stuff but getting to the bottom line of profitability and how to get there, nobody else is doing that. So what I'm hearing is we're really special. <laughs> we are special. And this is the time I want to give some honorable mentions. Hmm. First of all, to the accounting team. Buddy. <laughs> They're so strong in the day-to-day. They're so strong in the day-to-day. It blows my mind. Here are people that come in and within 90 days of working here 
are speaking the language, understanding the software, getting the debits, getting the credits, and just rock and roll. There's nobody as strong as us in operation, operational accounting, day-to-day -day work. Nobody. I can say that with 1,000% um, accuracy. There's something confident. to be said about having an accounting niche, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're not a generalist firm. It's cool. Yeah, definitely not. And and you wouldn't believe, Katie, like the first five or six years, there was always this like underlying fear. And you'd hear it from the generalist firms when I told them what I'm doing. They're like, oh, all your eggs are in one basket, huh? Good for you, kiddo. I mean. That must have boiled your blood. <laughs> um, Well, it did. And it also, it also kind of got in my head a little bit. Hmm. But no. It, reflecting back on that, that was them looking at me going, damn, I wish I had that. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. <clears throat> because like I said, the, the knowledge, the knowledge that we have built, it, it, we're, we're like an avalanche, right? The, the, the further we roll, the stronger we get. The okay. further we roll or the further we slide, the stronger we get. Seriously, we're, we're an avalanche because we're just, we're just learning. We're just, we're just learning more and more. And, um, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. So notable mention number one is accounting team. Notable mention number two is our tax team. Brent, Michelle, Chloe, the, amazing. Just super dedicated to the Understanding the laws, understanding the state implications, understanding the credits is just. I have a question on this. Awesome. Yeah. How many people do we bring in and you guys are just like, hey, you're missing out on all this money for like tax stuff. Like, I know you guys have different things you look for and yeah. different tax. That, you know what I'm talking about? Speak to. Could you speak to that? Is that common? sure? It's more common than not that we're able to uncover a tax credit or something that's not being calculated properly, which is a net cash benefit to the owners or investors. Sure. And so if we bring in, let's say we bring in 10 new breweries a month, eight of them will have that. Hmm. Eight of them will have something that our tax team can uncover for net cash positive benefits well that's good yeah it's oh, huge good for people who come not as good for people who don't right last honorable mention well I, i'm gonna i'm gonna reach out to, i'm gonna uh, so this the next honorable mention is consulting so consulting derek <laughs> and julia this year have completely transformed they have transformed from saplings, little seedlings to, oh, they're healthy. They are. They are growing. They're healthy. They're, they're healthy, healthy people, healthy humans. And what they've been able to turn around and take over and step in for me is just amazing. I'm so proud of their speaking engagements. I'm so proud of their stuff they're doing. And Everything that I've mentioned so far is just a testament to what we laid out in the beginning of the year, right? It's a testament to what we laid out in the beginning of the year. 
Yeah. Finally, sales and marketing. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. That's oh. you. And that's you and Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. We we've we've uh, we've obviously made huge strides in in sales and marketing. Remember when you started? I do. <laughs> I had I'm going to tell you a secret, Chris. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I had no idea. <laughs> Look at us now. Look at us now. Katie, <laughs> but, the, but the term fake it till you make it is real. And here we are. Which am I, Chris? Am I still faking it or have I made it? Oh, you've made it, girl. <laughs> you have made it. Oh, my gosh. So yeah, you have, you've already made it. Look at that. You have uh, made it. Um, I love our teens. I think we have a cool thing going. And leadership, which you spoke on for those who are tuning into the Christmas special this year, you reflect a little bit on the leadership series we put out at the beginning of the year and like teams and all the stuff you're speaking to doesn't just fall together by chance. Like there still has to be the intentionality from you, from Tom, from Derek, like from Allie, all of that trickles down. So worth noting. Yep. So with all that positive stuff, I mean, I'm curious, looking back, is there anything you would have done differently this year building on the team um yeah i'm curious on on what you've learned on that side as well yeah. i would have invested more in backstops what's that in 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 human backstops right so um what that means is we hire two three awesome what we thought were awesome candidates, two of them, two of them make it. Well, we had work lined up for that third one and we had to scramble back to the recruiting and scramble back to the, I, I think we would have, I would have liked to inv invest in six people and hope that four stuck. Hmm. Right. So some people call it continuous hiring or continuous recruitment. I, I don't even know if there's a term for it, but in the future, I think if we experience the growth that we're expecting, there will be more investment in uh, on-the-fly backstop. So, so someone comes in and they're really thriving, and we end up losing somebody and on a team or a pod. They they're able to shift over with with little to no disruption. I wouldn't. We've had some disruptive freaking years. Twenty twenty three was not one. Hmm. Yeah, we've had some we've had some growing pain, disruptive years. Twenty twenty three was not one, but I will say the only yeah, I would have invested more in 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 continuous hiring or continuous recruitment. A safety net of sorts. S safety net. I'm saying human backstop. Safety net is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> that's, we got that's there. What that's why there's two of us on here. <laughs> That's right. Cool, Chris. Um, anything else to add there? No, I think that's just so important. So important for, for the success of SBAS and 
accomplishments we made in 2023. Beautiful. Okay. There's something else pretty significant that we've mm-hmm. invested in this year. And I would love for you to give listeners a little bit of backstory, just a little bit of insight about Compass. So first of all, what the heck is Compass? And go. (laughs) Yeah. So our Compass report is our monthly PDF report that our customers receive once the books are closed. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It is a report that guides the brewery as to their progress and what the next recommendations are. So it has some cool graphs. It's got some benchmarks. It's got some narrative built in and about mid year. We had a, we had a version of compass before, and about mid-year, Tom took it in the back office and basically stripped it down to the studs. Stripped it down to the studs and rebuilt it. And that process was necessary because... See, the problem with SBS is we're just continuously learning and we're continuously progressing. That's the problem? The point, um, it is a problem when you're content, like when you're content-driven and when you're you're, you know, the, the the greatest content people out there, the greatest educators out there, they have to come up with something and then just sit on it and monetize it. Sure. SBS, we're, we're coming up with new concepts. We're coming up with new markers, new benchmarks, new reports. But then within 30 or 60 days later, there's something new coming out or there's something new brewing that we're, we're putting out to, to our customers. I would say that the the breakdown of or the the rebuild of compass was necessary because we had uncovered that a super detailed analysis of a brewery's business units is of the utmost importance in today's market and you say business units you're talking distribution versus taproom profitability yeah Activity, profitability, the whole deal. Exactly right. Okay. Yep. And so that process of breaking down the initial compass, rebuilding it was just a work work workflow to show the power of the, the business units and start uncovering where did the cash really go? Which then, you know, rolled into the whole talk and then rolled into the last, all the, all the guilt stuff we did. Um, and I would say the rebuild of Compass was also, we honored the past, the original Compass, but we also took some client recommendations and suggestions and built that in. So can't say there's going to be a rebuild every single year, but one was in the works and it, and it happened. And and what a what a huge huge accomplishment and what a huge benefit to everyone we work with that they get to see this and get pretty much real time information regarding their their numbers, their profitability, their business units, the whole deal. Yeah, that is cool. It's cool too, even just reflecting on the conversations that we've had 
with brewery owners on this platform how how important and integral being adaptable is in this industry it's cool to hear you talk about us and see that we're kind of doing that too we're living it out too yeah. so. well we we have no choice right we have no choice we continue we have to continue to evolve we have to continue to serve our customers at the level we've been serving them and and get them the information because we have we have access to a lot of data right we have access to a lot of really positive information that we can share with people and hopefully impact change mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing we're looking for that's the goal ultimately right yeah positive change in the industry correct which lends me to ask what's next chris <laughs> as we approach a new year what what's your mind gravitating towards what are you thinking yeah so for starters i think we really are going to ride the new compass wave for a minute okay there, there's there's so much that we can do with this new new report everything from modeling out different locations by class looking at the business units by location looking at a variety of things which can help impact decision making sure okay. it's exciting so that, <clears throat> totally totally that that's that's numero uno numero dos is going to be taking a look well exploring not taking a look exploring at even a more granular level the the business units and so once again this is just a testament to us continuing to evolve right we could have stopped at just looking at profitability and tap room and wholesale and just say all right well one's profitable one isn't or one is but we didn't we went to then what what's that then what you didn't stop yeah. it. So what's next? We went to looking at what makes that unit unprofitable or what makes that unit, you know, what makes that unit tick? Is it a particular skew? Is it a particular style? Like, what is the deal? So just going down to the granular level to try to uncover suggestions or changes or what have you when it comes at the brewery um, operations level. Very cool. Yeah. Our, our goal is certainly to generate more profits, but we want to do that by just being as direct and respectful as possible. I like that. I don't think beating around the bush is helping anybody so right but neither is being mean <laughs> that's why it's the marriage of those two right hmm. how's and, your year been here how's my year been here mm -hmm. it's been a journey chris <laughs> are you exhausted no no, I wouldn't say I'm exhausted. I think it's been really cool to kind of 
it's almost like my role here and I have kind of grown together in the sense of like, I've worn some different hats throughout my time. And I'd say around Q3, I kind of leveled out towards like, okay, this is my rhythm. This is what I'm doing. This is how I'm adding value. Um, but it's been a really enjoyable time, honestly, just to like figure out what it looks like, what's my best and highest use for the company. How can I participate in our, our mission? Mm-hmm. But it's exciting to, honestly, it's just really exciting to believe in what we're doing. Yeah, it, totally. it doesn't, it makes it really easy to be on our, our sales and brand side because I, I don't have to pretend like I, th- that we're going to be of value. Cause I really believe that we are. <laughs> and I really enjoy that yeah. element of my work. Well, that's good to hear. Good. That's good to hear. Good because we're publishing this. <laughs> let's 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 just be let's just be brutally honest for a minute. I I I know that it takes a new team member at least six months to figure out what's going on. You know, a, a, across the board. I mean, you have some all stars that can come in and get it, but even someone transitioning from the public accounting space, right? They do things so differently at so many different places. We, I just went through a, we went, I was reviewing an interview yesterday that, that Tom gave and, and I could see the visible scar tissue on this person's soul <laughs> describing the firm that she worked at and describing kind of what, what she had been through and sure she had the accounting chops, uh, but we, as a, as a leadership team, we got to figure out like, or, you know, do we want to embrace that that scar tissue? Do we want do we want to do we want to uh, mend that that scar tissue? But my point being is is that people come from all walks of, of life. They come from all different experiences. And the idea here is, it just takes time to understand what the what the mission, what the responsibilities are, like the breadth of the 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 breadth of duties, so on and so forth. Um, so yeah. Cool. Chris, I couldn't, you're going to laugh at me. Maybe I've told you this before, but I couldn't have really even told you what we did when I first started here. I was like, I know we work with breweries and finances, which is true, but I really feel like understanding the ins and outs and learning all that has been so cool to see the actual value and the practical ways in which we're coming alongside people and helping. Yeah. It's all good. (laughs) All good, Chris. Yeah, it's all good, Katie. Hey, I hope you have a wonderful new year. I'll see you next year, Chris. (laughs) I will be here. (laughs) That sounds great. Well, I look forward to it. Thanks for your time today. All right. Talk to you soon. See ya. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the True Craft Podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast player. And if you are just dying to know what Chris and I look like, you can head over to YouTube for a video recording of the show. Links to cool information about our guests and other fun facts can be found in the show notes. This podcast is sponsored by Small Batch Standard, the premier financial agency built to serve the craft brewing industry. We help craft breweries grow profits through outsourced accounting, tax compliance, and growth consulting. Visit sbstandard.com today to learn more and request a discovery call.